0: Welcome to the Courageous Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn Zanetti. Each episode, we meet thought leaders, game changers, and entrepreneurs sharing their mindset, embodiment rituals, and success secrets so you can amplify your health, wealth, relationships, and live your ultimate vision. Hello and welcome back to the Courageous Leaders podcast. I have the most amazing guests with me today. My gorgeous friend, Sahani Veda. She is an extremely talented woman. She is a coach. She specializes in helping uh, men and women overcome bullying in the workplace, trauma. She does hypnotherapy coaching chakra balancing she's a an entrepreneur she is so much talent she's also a gorgeous mom to Aria and I'm so excited to share her journey and share her wisdom with you all today thank you Sahani Thank
1: you, Carolyn. Thank you so much for those beautiful words and welcoming me to your amazing podcast.
0: <laughs> Thanks, beautiful. So, today is super special because we're actually side by side recording this. So, we might have some laughs in between because, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're besties and we're just going to flow. There's no preparation here. What? This is what's going to land for you the best, I believe, like to really come from the heart and just share so you can resonate with, you know, what Sahani's been through her message and what uh, the magic she has to bring. So Sahani, I would love to start with, you know, you're a powerful coach right now, but What got you to where you are today? Because you know, so many coaches have had their own journeys, which has led them to value personal growth so much. So, tell us a little bit about your story, how you got to Perth, and supporting incredible clients all over the world. Thanks, Kes. So, to start my journey, I
1: am from India. I was born and raised in India, and I got married and moved to Australia in 2011. And um, my journey of personal development or coaching or going inward all started when I experienced uh, bullying at workplace. And this was not the first time I felt misunderstood. I felt like I was constantly walking on eggshells. Um, I had severe anxiety, Um and I was just not happy within myself. And this was reflecting at work in with my husband and also me uh, being a mom. And the, the main thing was I realized there was one defining moment when I was standing in front of Aria, who was, who, who was quite young back then. And I just couldn't handle the stress inside and I raised my hand at her. And that's when I realized something had to change. And there's something going on deeply that that needed to shift. And this was not the first time I felt like I was walking on eggshells um, at work. And that's when I went inward. I couldn't speak or articulate how I was thinking or feeling. I felt alone. I felt stuck. I felt quite powerless. And I didn't feel like speaking up or sharing anything with anybody. And that's when I decided I'm going to go and learn or find a different career or help that Suhani who feels so stuck, lost and powerless in that moment. Um, And I started learning coaching and here we are now.
0: Yes, quantum leaping. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, I know like when we ask these questions, like so much can be shared. Yeah. So uh, Aria is her daughter and that is what, um, you know, your reaction to her is what actually d- made you decide, you know what, something has to change. Yeah. And I love that you're a courageous leader to do whatever it takes to create that change. So you also, like, you ended your job there. Like, were you working with a coach to help you make that transition or you just...?
1: Yes, that that was right. So every time a situation like this would come up where I found someone in authority or position of power who would confront me or who would put me in the corner, that was the feeling I was feeling internally. I would run, I would leave that uh, job or position or country or whatever it was. That was my pattern, right? But at that point of time, um, I didn't have a choice but to stay. And, and
0: was it that you had to speak your truth and speak up and you didn't want to? I didn't want to, yes, because yes. I
1: was really nervous. And it was a it was a very overwhelming fear for me to speak up at that mm. point of time. I would actually resign. Mm. Even now, I remember telling my husband, look, I'll do anything. I'll resign. I'll find another job. Please, I don't mm. want to go back to that mm. place. But he was coming from a place of, come on, you can do this. You you need to speak up and, mm. you know, all those things. But I felt very misunderstood and lonely at that mm. point of time. Mm. And with the help of a beautiful coach, um, I started doing, I started realising that, okay, this is... You know, there's some work to be done and she helped me speak up and she helped me overcome my fears. Mm. And yeah, the rest is history. That was just the beginning of mm. my journey to where I am or on how I'm helping and serving others. So mm.
0: I absolutely love that you've had the personal experience which allows you to have the wisdom to be able to serve others, not just from reading a textbook. You know, you've actually walked the talk. So love that. And what do you feel helped you take your power back and have the courage to speak your truth and have the next moves? I think
1: there were many aspects, but the main aspect was um, Ma, me seeing so helpless and hopeless, I, and I have a daughter, I didn't want my daughter ever to be in that position. So for me to be an example, I had to overcome my own fears. And that was the main driving factor for me. The other one was, yeah, I didn't have a choice because my husband did let me resign at the point of time. But also I had, um, I started studying coaching and I had a beautiful community and this coach at the same time helped me. So there were lots of different reasons for me to overcome that Mm whole piece. And Beautiful. Yeah. And the best part was when I actually had lots of things happen, but when I actually went and spoke to my manager and HR, because I'd made a complaint, I was so fearful, but as soon as I spoke to her, spoke my truth and came from a place of love and solution focused, it wasn't like I'm complaining and, you know, this is how it needs to be. It was all about solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, And when I spoke my truth, I actually felt, oh my God, this is just an illusion. And it's not that hard to overcome it. So that was my first experience of, I actually felt I'm going to die in that meeting, just before walking into that meeting. I had that fear of death.
0: Mm. And it was
1: almost like me overcoming that mm. fear of real death.
0: I, amen. <laughs> exactly, because that's what it's like internally. Oh, yes. And this is, uh, for those listening, this is actually how we do take our power back, and it's by trusting ourselves that you can handle whatever comes your way because it's an inside job being with those emotions is the mountain like mountain peak that you're overcoming and that uh that self trust that you built by getting through that allowed you to take bigger leaps and, and absolutely yeah. i think it was with the support of someone who had walked the being
1: path forward. before me uh which really helped because she understood it easily and she helped me overcome it and I could speak I I was it was easier for me to speak and be vulnerable in front of her and that's what I helped my clients um, Mm. through as well in terms of their own fears and that was just the beginning of Mm. me going being courageous and taking risks in life and Mm. you know going after my dreams and my passion of helping and serving other people and learning the things I actually didn't know because I've always Mm. been an employee Mm. and not an entrepreneur. But at that point of time, I was so one-track-minded. I wanted to help people who experience bullying overcome their trauma and help them heal their underlying issues. And that led to the next significant uh, issue, which was my childhood trauma. Mm. all the underlying fears of authority and not able to speak up and not being worthy and valued, it all came up, came because as a result of my childhood trauma. Absolutely. And that was deep and that was so painful to deal with. But at the same time, when I look back, I think that's the best gift I've given myself and my future generations to come because mm, i'm feeling it yeah and facing it facing it feeling it and coming to a place of forgiveness mm. for the other person
0: absolutely forgiveness sets ourselves free yeah you know forgiving others but then forgiving ourselves so, for allowing the experience to a degree and uh it, honestly uh, and I think it's important to feel the anger first, and feel the the hate or whatever you want to resentment. Rage. Yes,
1: yes. And all that that comes up because of you know you felt that it it was the boundaries are violated. B- boundaries are violated. You felt you feel like you know somebody has broken your trust, and that's why mm-hmm. trusting. People who've gone through childhood trauma, whatever it is, it can be emotional, it can be physical, it can be sexual abuse, whatever it is for you, it's always the trust is violated and then you start building self-trust because it's, you've lived your life not trusting yourself and thinking you are the mistake, but the reality is that's just a story we tell ourselves and then comes the part of trusting yourself and becomes beautiful to just move forward towards pleasure than running away from pain.
0: Mm. Mm. Love, love, love. And I feel this is, it's great to bring this up and have these fun, comfortable conversations because this is what people are dealing with. It's just not voiced. So I love your vulnerability and your courage to share your journey, to inspire others and how you are serving your clients to overcome these inner battles as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. So what do you feel uh, has really helped you? Like, so you've studied many modalities and, like, was there anything that really stood out as that significantly helped you on your journey? I think um, that's a great question. Thank you for that question.
1: I think... For me, every part of my journey, something has been significant. Mm. So when I say, for example, the first time I went and complained against my manager and went and spoke to the HR, my manager, and all of that, at that point of time, having that action coaching and that support, support Mm -hmm. and accountability to overcome that helped. Mm. And I understood that oh, what I'm feeling is actually normal, mm. and I'm not alone. Mm. That was the first part. And then when I overcame that, I realized that fear is an illusion, and I can break through it. And it made it easier for me to break through all these um, webs I had, you know, I had around me where I was keeping myself safe and protected, not taking action towards my dreams or my vision. Mm. And then the second part of it is when I became um, when I realized that the underlying cause of all these um, feeling intimidated and bullying fears and all of that was the trauma piece. Mm. I think the biggest healing was freeing myself from that childhood trauma overcoming it so that's why
0: I'm so passionate about helping people with their inner child mm, uh, yes you're so good at <laughs> holding space for people she's held space for me too and one of the things is also uh you know we both like the somatic as well the felt sense and like when you do inner child you're like Getting them to rub their arms and give themselves that love and compassion, which yeah, I love.
1: we do that because um, our right brain, our right brain amygdala, is where we store our trauma, and when we stroke our left arm um, using our right palm, it actually calms the right brain amygdala, mm-hmm. and that's the reason for what we, why we do what we do. And yeah, I, loved I think that was the significant um, module because I learned so much in coaching, different techniques, different modules, different tools. Mm-hmm. But that really stuck with me. That made that was the biggest breakthrough for me. And when I started coaching my clients as well, what I noticed was just talking through just ter- therapy and just talking and things weren't helping. But going to the root cause of the issue and helping them see that from a different perspective really help them transform quicker where they could, you know, be themselves, speak their truth and um, be free to go after what they want and live their authentic life inside out, not just in their career, but also in their personal lives.
0: Yes, I love that. I like the saying, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Everything is connected. So when you do heal the trauma that's holding us back, which FYI, every single person has some kind of trauma in their life. And the reason being is trauma is just too much, too fast, too soon or not enough. Also, so do you see any big experience being yelled at can be traumatic? Like it can be micro-trauma as well as macro trauma. And it's uh, having this awareness that it's just too much for your nervous system to handle. So your capacity is just blown out. And so simple things is, you know, I love breath work and somatics and these uh Practices that allow us to create safety in our body and then connection and trust and an expansion, you know, like through that felt sense as well. So, so, so I powerful. love what you said, Kaz, especially that
1: everyone has gone through trauma and we don't realise that. We think trauma is either war or sexual abuse. No, it's not that. As you said, it's the overwhelming emotions mm. a person can handle in any given age, Mm-hmm. which creates a wound within ourselves where we feel stuck in that given age and we don't take action and we have all these meanings attached to it which creates a belief which is diminishing us and not empowering us to take uh, to move forward in our life mm-hmm. so everyone has gone through that wounds trauma whatever you want to call it it's just recognizing that yes each of us have that
0: first part, and then doing what it takes to heal it, you know. Which is feeling it. So when you feel that trapped emotion, energy in motion is emotion that's stored in your body. When you feel it, it's able to leave. The energy can leave because it's been felt, and that's how you're lighter, you're freer. By feeling these dense emotions of pain and anger and grief and whatever else, when you feel it, you're able to alchemize and raise your frequency to feel more joy. So the depth that you feel your pain is the depth that you can feel your pleasure, your joy, your aliveness. So it's so, so (laughs) exciting. We we both love this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I think we live and die
1: and breathe this you know mm. we love to learn and help our clients with different modalities help ourselves mm. with uh different ways of healing our own um wounds and it's 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 so
0: fulfilling Yeah, really, it is and huh, we could talk all day about that <laughs> but um so I would love to know uh, what is a morning routine that allows you, you know, as an entrepreneur, coach that works for yourself, you have a daughter to get ready in the morning, like you're an amazing cook, all these things that you do. Is there anything that you do to that you feel supports you throughout the day? Anything you want to share?
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, I've never been a morning routine person. I love it. <laughs> but... What I have come to understand is when I set my mornings up, then I'm set for the rest of the day. So in the morning when I wake up, I I try and make sure that no one's around me and I do my breath work first thing in the morning and then I do my meditation. I'm a big, big, big fan of meditation to calm my uh, mind because I have a busy mind. So to calm it... Um, to have um, and set my intention for the day. One is how do I want to feel today, and the second part is okay. What would like? What 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 would I like to achieve and experience today? Beautiful. And at times, if I'm still not calm or if it's still you know here and there, then I practice gratitude in the morning as well. I always do it before I go to bed and throughout the day because that's part of me. Um, but I include gratitude, uh, peace as well in the morning.
0: Mm, I love that. Mm. So much goodness. Yes, Sahani is the meditation queen. Uh, she meditates more than Carolyn, but, you know, it's mm-hmm. a great habit to have. I like, um, yeah, for me, I am definitely love breath work, number one as well, but movement, uh, shaking, helps like release the energy as well and you are an amazing dancer you've got the Indian dance going on you love shaking your booty on the dance floor and really playing full out and guys this is a way to bring joy through dance through laughter through play and that activates our inner child to be fully expressed and not scared and hiding and shy you know like I love it.
1: Absolutely and I think another way as well is um, when you talk about somatics the way I release stuck energy is by dancing and I make my clients dance as well (laughs) whether they are 20 or 50 or 60 after a session we always dance and we release all that stuck energy within us and it really helps me to break free from what's stuck and what's holding me back, but also it gives me so much joy and creativity. Creativity gets activated when I and dance.
0: Amen. And your sexual energy gets <laughs> activated as well. Yes. It's like all your chakras, your sacral chakra, which is your creative flow. Yeah. You get to be fully expressed and all of you is welcome. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. Um, I would also love to know, what is your opinion on, you know, what has helped you in, first of all, wealth? Any tips that you want to share on wealth? And then I'm going to ask you about multiple income streams because we're both big believers in this. But I'd love to know, first of all, you know. Okay, love great question. If you would have asked me
1: about wealth, long time ago, I'd be like, oh, just make money and then have lots of houses in and make sure you have uh, saved enough for a rainy day. And that was my relationship with wealth. Now, I didn't even know that I had a relationship with wealth. Mm. I just thought, you know, it was all the old beliefs or money is evil and Mm. wealth is all about money. You know, so many different things. But the reality was, now I feel if you have a purpose and you want to live a fulfilling life, helping others, serving others, or even if you just, you know, want a life full of abundance and wealth, it's important to know what your wealth beliefs are, whether it's holding you back or is it empowering, because mine was really disempowering. Because I wouldn't, um, I would spend a lot of money, not value money, mm. and at the same time, would be really scared to invest in myself. Mm. But now it's become a whole different um, game changer. Mm. If I want to make a massive impact, I need to have that kind of well. So I can help and serve. So mm. wealth is actually a beautiful thing. I had a very different relationship back then. Mm. So people who are listening, if you if you have any thoughts or anything that comes up about wealth, I would say go and work on your money beliefs or anything around your wealth, which will really help you um, accelerate in your own growth and change the way you see life.
0: Mm, love that. I have seen you absolutely thrive. Like we have been friends and business partners for a year and a half. And how you have led yourself and said yes and figured it out later. You invest in yourself with, you know, um in your personal brand, in your marketing, in your skill set your own mentoring next level and to see you flourish is such a beautiful gift and also I choose to surround myself with people that are investing in themselves and are showing up and are doing the work and are serving and creating next level positive ripples in the world and I'm so proud to be you know such close friends with you and and for the magic that we're creating together as well like so so good
1: you know what that reminds me of the wealth relationship started when you came into my life and i'm so grateful for that for the friendship you have brought in um i mean what the way you uh, you helped me grow especially when I started my entrepreneur journey because I didn't know what I was doing. I felt so lonely and you, your team, the community you brought in really helped me um, uplift me at that Mm. point of time. And that's when I started learning about wealth and money mindset and all of that. Mm. So,
0: yeah, it is It's funny to look back, isn't it, because we've come so far and we're rocking it. And it's like, oh, yeah, we did used to be in a bit more scarcity back then. And now we're like, so a big thing that I've learned is, you know, uh, money in. And let it flow out as well and not have the the damn walls up, you know, because money is energy. We don't want it to be stagnant. Yes, we want to prioritize paying ourselves first, saving and also investing in ourselves and uh, allowing the money to circulate, knowing that we have an abundance of Soul Tribe clients coming towards us. And I also have a... If you're listening to this podcast, I also have a podcast on healing your nervous system to feel safe in your body to hold and receive wealth. Because if we don't feel worthy and we don't feel safe in our nervous system to hold this great abundance of 50K months and 100K months, then we're going to sabotage our success because at some level we don't feel safe to receive it. So if you want to go deeper into that, have a listen to that episode. But uh, what Sahani and I, what helped us in our wealth journey, I believe, well, I'll speak from my experiences, what Sahani was talking about is we've worked together in an online business model that allows us to receive multiple income streams where we have partnered with different products, where we receive uh, residual income, where we are not doing all the work. So we have like a support system. So we be paid to be our fully expressed self. We are speaking our truth and we are using attraction marketing that people are just coming to us and going, hey, I want what you have. That's I feel what happens. So we teach you about personal branding, like creating a social media present where you just be yourself, share your values. And then number two, we share uh, how to partner with high profit offers that people want, need and love, right? So products that are already created that you can leverage and create uh, huge wealth and huge profit from that. And then number three that is super powerful is the automation piece. So for Sahani and I, like, we love coaching and serving and, and leadership. And then the thing is... I'll speak from my experience anyway. My structure and systems and admin is not my favourite thing. I'm not the most organised coach. And the benefit of partnering with the online academy that uh, us entrepreneurs leverage together and have co-created is... We we have a team that do our sales for us. We have a team that do the education for us. So we contribute and also co-host the masterminds, masterclasses, etc. But we're not solely reliant on ourselves so this new level of collaboration contribution means that we're fully supported to be in our genius zone and also you know do our coaching serve our clients but also share this and be able to receive residual income and be paid when we're not the person that's there making the sale doing everything so having time freedom allows you to creates so much more expansion in your life and so much more fulfilment because first of all, we want money usually to get by and then we have money and that's when choice comes in. We get to go, what is our vision? If we could have it all, what would we really want? And this is how we tap into meaning and fulfilment because our needs are met. And the best part about what she shared is we have
1: a beautiful community of thriving entrepreneurs on a similar journey who wants to make a difference, who wants to um, have a massive, you know, make a massive impact, doing it together so you don't have to feel lonely and don't have to feel that, oh, you're all, um, you know, entrepreneur journey can be very lonely because I did feel that. I'm a team person. And as soon as I left my corporate, I felt like I was missing that piece um, all my life I felt misunderstood uh, in work environments or at times to friendships as well but this community is so cool it, the best part about this community is they just cheer you on for who you are there's no judgment always. there's no
0: competition it's collaboration, it's collaboration. Yeah. yeah and that's what I love about this community mm-hmm. as well absolutely love that. And if you are listening and you're curious and you're open to how Sahani and I are thriving, creating huge wealth in addition to our coaching business, which is available for anybody and everybody, if they're open, feel free to check out the show notes and we'll have a link of how you can learn more. Absolutely. Yes. Love that. And Sahani, I could talk all day with you. Um, So, I would love to know who have been uh, some significant mentors in your life? Just pick one Um, or two.
1: I think there there have been quite a few. I think the first person, this this person will always be uh, a significant mentor because this was a priest to be honest, when I was really um, low, like absolute low at that point. I'd was this hit, in India? No, he's in Mauritius and he uh, he's from Mauritius and I had hit rock bottom then. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. He was a very significant mentor at that point of time because I did not believe even a little bit in me, but he believed in me, in my vision, which I didn't have. and. He said one thing um, which I can never never forget. He's he's always about service and you know all, always about serving people and things like that. So he used this word "tu ek din" and this is in Hindi. I'll translate it for all of you who are listening. "Tu ek din banegi." What that means is one day you will become a priestess, like you'll be a priest. Mm-hmm and when he said that I'm like what is he talking about what does that even mean like you know i was i was the party girl drinking and dancing and having fun and all about you know having amazing clothes and looking pretty and being a cool mom and what is he talking about but now when i look back i do feel service is a very big important part of my life and that's what I want to do for the rest of my life to serve and help people.
0: And uh, I love that story. And guys, just so you know, Sahani is such an amazing listener. She holds space in such a loving, mothering way, I guess, because you are a mom. Like you just have so much love to give, so much kindness, patience you are definitely in the right field, helping people heal their inner child, helping them Uh, step into their highest potential all the magic that you do is so powerful so definitely connect with sahani keep in her vortex of love she's always sharing value and she's also Mm -hmm. studying everything just like kaz you know we do a million (laughs) things so we can always be up leveling and living in our highest potential to be able to serve others from an embodied experiential way and is there any book that has helped you on your journey? Look, different books
1: at different given point of time. Um, right now...
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you have a favourite
1: author or book. Look, the one which really stood out because, mainly significantly because of my childhood trauma, was Robert Schwartz's oh, yes. A uh, Soul's Plan. Mm-hmm. That was a game changer for me that really helped me understand Mm -hmm. because what happened is I did past life regression therapy and then I did in between souls, Mm -hmm. in between lives uh, regression therapy as well. And when I did that, uh, I saw, it was just this strange feeling and knowing and seeing in that hypnotherapy session where I saw that I had I had planted these seeds in my life for my growth as a soul and I didn't fully understand what that meant at that point of time because it was like, I'm like, why would I torture myself with this, you know, by doing this? But that book really, really opened up and it was all, you know, how um, Steve Jobs says, you never understand The whole scene moving forward, you always understand the bigger picture, looking back, connecting the dots, right? I'm not getting it fully right, but you know what I mean. Yes. (laughs) And when I had this session and after, I think after months, several months, I read that book, it just landed. It was like, boom, I had goosebumps all over. I just knew in my inner knowing that that was the truth and that helped me release and set myself and the other person free as well. So
0: love that. Yeah. And Sahani, I would love to know what's your bigger vision. Like you can just share a little bit of it with us. Like.
1: So my bigger vision, so this is a vision, I meditate a lot and I got get a lot of insights when I'm meditating. So the first time I started meditating, I was given a message that I need to help 100 people, 100 souls transform their life who are going to make a major impact um, in times to come. And I didn't understand that, but I've kept my promise uh, and that's my vision for now, to transform those 100 lives. And that's why no matter what happens, I I keep my promise to myself because it, it means a lot to me and my soul's purpose. Beautiful. And in the future, I just want to help humanity. To be honest, if you ask me my vision, I don't know if this is possible, but what I would like is... To have a trauma free world where people just love each other, vibrate, enjoy, and have so much of peace and harmony within themselves. That's oh, my vision.
0: Oh, I love that. <laughs> love, 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 love. Yes, we're holding the vision. Yeah. It's possible. We're doing it. And those hundred lives you impact will impact more hundreds of lives and the positive ripple that comes. Yeah. So, and thankfully, we have the online space, the personal brand, which quantifies that and more people are able to see these powerful messages that we put out there like this one. So love that. So one last question. This is the Courageous Leaders podcast. So I'd like to ask, what do you feel makes somebody an amazing leader? What's leadership to you? For me, leadership is leading self.
1: That's leadership to me. And leading self from a place of not power, but from peace, peace within yourself. Mm. And spreading that joy and ripples everywhere you go. It doesn't matter if you are in a powerful position in a company. It doesn't matter if you're a single mom. It doesn't matter who you are. Leading yourself from a place of peace and love and joy and embodying that and being that vehicle to help others be that Mm. is a leader to me Mm. i feel leadership is all about empowering people around you that's how i feel
0: i love that love that you are definitely a powerful courageous leader and So grateful to be your friend and I love, we're just getting started. Imagine the magic we get to create. You know, we've been on retreats together. We're going to go to Freedom Fest at the end of the year. We're going to be going on adventures. Yay. One thing I want to share is
1: you, Kaz, you've played a very important role in my journey and you still do play a very significant role in my life. Um, With my business, with business with giving me insights and you know uh showing me the light shining on the light i don't see within myself and um especially when you came into my life i was i was having health issues i was having all sorts of issues so if you don't know this woman is a genius in terms of she she does she's a naturopath as well so um she helps with the medicines not just healing medicines but also natural medicines is something she helps with too so i love you (laughs) thank you
0: and all these things bring us closer you know like supporting each other and it is an honor to see you shine sister you are full of love. And yes, we both adore each other. So this has been so much fun. Same here. I love you
1: so much. And I can't wait to see you grow. You've had your own, you're a fucking courageous leader. I'm sorry mm. to use that language, but she is. <laughs> I'm saying that with a passion because I've seen her journey. Mm. She's bloody courageous. And if you want to learn about courage, she's a woman.
0: Thank you, Thank you, soul sister. love you so much. Um, I would love to know, is there any last message you would really love to leave our audience with today? What is on your heart to share? One last message. What's coming up for me today is whatever
1: you're doing, wherever you are in your journey, I would say do what brings your soul joy. Do what makes you happy. And if you feel stuck, go outside, take support, ask for help. There are so many people who want to see you shine and see you thrive. And you matter, your dreams matter. And just go and live your dreams.
0: Love that. Love that. Thank you so much for listening, beautiful souls. And you can connect with Sahani on socials uh, if you look at the show notes. And I'll leave a copy of her website. But where can they find you on social media? What's your contact? Suhani. Suhani. Look, you
1: can look look me up on LinkedIn, Instagram or personal Facebook as well. Suhani Vedia. That's S-U-H-A-N-I-V-A-I-D-Y-A. And I'd love to connect with you. Amazing. Thank you for listening and have a beautiful day. Big, big love, fam.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on the Courageous Leaders Podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to the show and leave an honest review on Apple Podcasts. This allows us to inspire and impact more people to lead with courage and live their ultimate vision. Thank you.